to binge watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched Good Girls on Netflix. Which we were supposed to do last week. Oh, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you and I had talked about it because we were tired of the toxic masculinity Uh. from everything. But then we had the request to do the fire. And I'm glad we did because that was really fun. Me too. Yeah, that was fun. Um, this show was fun too. I really enjoyed it. I did too. As soon as I, I remember seeing it was coming out and I was like, you have Joan from Mad Men. Uh-huh. You have Retta from... Um, Parks and Rec. Uh, Parks and Rec. But I think her name was Debbie. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't and remember. then you have um, the girl that was in Arrest and Development. I know her from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was funny because I was watching it and my boyfriend walked by and he's like, why is Beth in this? And I was like, no, that's that's Joan from The Office. He's like, no, the blonde. And I was like, who the hell is Beth? And he's like, (laughs) we just finished watching Arrested Development. I was like, you're right. And it's so funny because like her whole character is like she's so plain and nondescript that you just completely forget about her. (laughs) Remember his character? Um, I kind of forgot his name on the show, but how he's like. Who are you? Do I know you? Like everybody kept saying that, and she's like, "I'm Beth," or, or I'm Beth. you know, someone would be like, "That's Beth," and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, yeah." You, you drove all the way to Mexico with her, did we? <laughs> I was dying. Uh, she's really funny in this show too. All of them I thought were really good. I thought she was probably my favorite mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But honestly, each of them have qualities that I really liked. Well, before we get into it, let's do subscribe stuff. Blech. Yeah, blech. Go subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes if you have not already. You Please. can follow us on Spotify, too. Uh, yep. Sometimes I get really frustrated with the iTunes app. <laughs> it's not It's not Apple's best app. Uh, so yeah. sometimes I just say, screw it, and go listen to podcasts on Spotify. It's just, it's easier sometimes. <gasps> I know. You just the apple. Follow us on Instagram to find out what we're watching next week. Um, binge watch yes. with us, all one word. And email us at bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. You can um, send us your requests. Let us know what you're watching this week. Give us your thoughts on, on Good yep. Girls. Or sure. past shows that we've watched. If you if you're you know behind and say you're just now watching you and you want you want to share your feelings on you, send us um, an email. Yes. Yeah. yeah, send us an email. We'll yeah. talk about it. DM us we'll on help. Instagram. Yeah, we'll read your emails. Rate and review us on iTunes. So even though the app sucks sometimes, yeah. <laughs> All you have to do is click the stars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just click. Just click five stars. Make sure it's all of them. Um, <laughs> Only five. Not four. Not three. If you leave us a review, we will give you a shout out on the show and read your review. Yes, because we love our fans. Yeah. And I want to point out that we had some fan art. Yeah. And oh I my keep god, on... that's so weird. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but I. Of course, from Bob's Burger, when they did that, they called it fart. <laughs> no, we're not. And so it was very we're hard not for me it that. No. <laughs> to call it fart. I was blown away by it. I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, go check that out on our Instagram account. That's from our Ted Bundy tape episode. 
Yes. Yeah. It's hilarious. I, I want it on a t-shirt, actually. It <laughs> yeah. really cracked me up. <laughs> I have some uh, Netflix news, sort of. Oh, yay. Mm-hmm. It's related to Fire Festival, which was last week's episode. I so just amazing. read that Ja Rule has announced that he has plans for Fire Festival 2.0. <gasps> Thank you, Jesus. I will be following <laughs> the hell out of that. Oh my God, that's my that's my obsession session when it starts. Okay, yeah. Forever. Yeah, so, I mean, what we learned from the documentary is that now would be the time to start putting together a festival that you would have in, like, May or June, so maybe we'll see another fire festival in a couple months. I'm so excited. I'm literally yeah. so excited, and I hope a lot of the same people go, because, you yes. know, fooling their money. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, like, I totally want the same people there. Yeah, that would give be... To just another shot, just in case, and then end up in tents with bread and cheese and no water. But, like, this time the tents are from Walmart... Like <laughs> this time, the it's cheese like, is like government cheese. <laughs> no, this time the tents are from like the army supply store where you can fit like ten people in. Yes, so it's like a hostel tent. Yes, <laughs> it's got bunk yeah. beds in it. Um, eighteen Aww. to a room. That's really cute. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this week I came across an ad on my Instagram feed for uh, a new Hulu show that you and I are both really excited about. Oh, I mean. Hulu has created a series based on the Gypsy Rose murders. Or murder? <sighs> murder. Yeah, one murder. Murder. They only killed one person. <sighs> Which is like, gotta be my favorite true crime story of the last because few years, for sure. you think it's one thing and then it's totally... Something else. Completely insane. If you guys have not heard about this, go read up on, on Gypsy Rose. She is just... Oh, man, it's a tale. I cannot believe she's spending this much time in jail for the for one murder. Honestly, that was justified. Yeah, it, it was totally justified. Uh, but they say that she is starting to display some uh, psychotic behavior. Well, duh, I'm sure she is. <laughs> well, then maybe she should stay her ass in jail. Or um, um, a psych unit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. she just needs some therapy. Mental anyway, health is no joke. <laughs> yeah, yes it is. I laugh at it all the time. It's only because we have mental health. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, that's a, new, that's a new series coming out on Hulu that I'm super excited about. Yes. So let's get to Good Girls. Yay! My favorite. So yeah, there is a lot of girl power in this show, and I love yeah. that. I love how how close these women are. I mean, I know two of them are sisters, but the three of them seem really close, and I know there's a backstory there that I'd really like to get my hands oh, on. Oh, I would love to know their backstory about how they all became friends. A few of the times while I was watching, I was like, how close do these people live to each other? Because they're always just, like, <laughs> popping by each other's houses. Well, you have to think if they're all in the same school district, which I'm assuming they are, you wouldn't be hmm. terribly far away. Oh, maybe that's how they met. Maybe all their kids yeah. go I, I'm assuming it's some sort of PTA thing. Yeah. But you have to remember, this. Um, the rest of the world is not New Orleans, so everybody doesn't bust their kids to Catholic schools. 
like yeah okay (laughs) like every kid that lived in my neighborhood went to the same school because we had to and nobody went to religious schools catholic schools or any of that they're like no that's we kind of have to do that here because otherwise is not famous for its public school system (laughs) no they don't have air conditioning y'all so we've got christina Hendricks. she plays beth that's that's my soul sister she and Not I. Not only soul sister, you guys are like twins. I need you <laughs> to dye your hair. No. Um, a strawberry blonde, please. No. No. Mm-mm. You guys have almost the same haircut. Yeah. Almost the same build. By build, she means boobs. Yes. I mean, by, I, yeah, I absolutely do. They both have huge boobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, We've got uh. Matthew Lillard playing Dean, Beth's husband. I love Matthew Lillard, and I don't really know why. Well, the whole time I'm waiting for him to say, like, I'll be back from Scream or drop into his Scooby-Doo shaggy character. I think that the first thing I ever saw him in was SLC Punk. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a cult movie, uh, like yeah. a cult classic sort of thing. And I don't even know if I... I've only seen that movie like once or twice, and I can't even remember if I really liked the movie, but I know that I really liked Matthew Lillard in it. That's it. He's he's a childhood crush. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Mae Whitman plays Annie, like we were talking about earlier. She's in Arrested Development. <gasps> Love her. Rita. Retta. Retta. Retta is Ruby. And you had talked about Retta in one of your obsession sessions a few episodes back. So. Yes. Um, I read her book and I'm trying to find it real quick to give you all the title, but I can't. So just put in Retta. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's about purses, right? Yes. She's obsessed with purses. Right there makes her really my my soulmate, too. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she talks about how she's just like, she takes care of them and she puts puts them to bed and all this stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) I do that. I do that. (laughs) Rena Wilson plays her husband, Stan. And then we've got Manny Montana, who plays Rio. And I have so many thoughts and feelings about Rio. Yeah, me too. I have a lot of thoughts about him and Beth's relationship. Okay, so that is my very first question to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because, guys, romance goes so over my head. I don't pick up on feelings like that. I I, I just have to flat out ask, does Mm -hmm. she want to bang Rio? I obviously not in the beginning, but as right. they've moved along in this um adventure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I totally wouldn't want to, but I kind of can see it. You kind of see how she's always she's kind of calling him out on his bullshit. Um she takes over conversations that they're both in. She's talked him into some stuff when he was just ready to like kill him off. And I was actually just watching the last two episodes before we came up to record for the second time. I really noticed it when uh, Beth and her husband, Dean, were talking about, it was their 20th anniversary, uh-huh. and they were talking about, should we go out? Should we not? And he's like, he calls Beth out and he's flat out like, is this just a Wednesday or is this a 20th anniversary? He's like, I need to know. And she doesn't answer him. And that's when I was like, because she likes Rio. Okay, that makes so much sense. But I can kind of see how that could play out. I kind of thought that it was like, like she admires him and she's yeah. a little bit scared of him. 
Yeah. And yeah. that kind of turns into a crush. Mm-hmm. I know that sure. sounds crazy, but I feel like that, that that's happened to people before. Yeah. I think no, she likes totally... that he's scary. Mm-hmm. And she wants to, to emulate him. She wants to be like him. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, she wants to be around him more. Mm-hmm. I think that the two actors had great chemistry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's just funny to me because they're so polar opposites. But I yeah. also think because Dean had cheated on Beth and had ran them into financial ruin and all that stuff that even though she may not be quite ready to push Dean off, she kind of wants to have that one fling. From what I remember, they were like high school sweethearts. So yeah, this is probably the only man she's ever really been truly in love with. And she's like, well, he tested the waters. Why can't I? Yeah. And he's got kind of a dad bod going on. Uh, God bless him when he was doing those aerobics upstairs. <laughs> Rio, meanwhile, has a, an eagle tattooed on his neck. Yes. So they're very different body types. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fit. I mean, he's slim and probably has some muscles. And he's you know. He's got that, that drug chic uh, physique. <laughs> drug yeah. chic. <laughs> <laughs> what is worse, Rio holding a gun to Beth's head or Dean faking that he has cancer? Dean faking he has cancer. Right? See, maybe that's another reason that she's more attracted to Rio. Maybe the way that Rio treats her is actually better than what fuckface Dean has done to her. Well, and, and, you know, he talks about it a lot, like, busted and everything. And I love how Beth takes care of the situation. She just brings a, a fistful of cash to the uh, <laughs> girl he's banging. It's like, uh, here's, you know, your money to go to um, Hollywood and make it big because Dean and this receptionist. I don't know, film these commercials for his car dealership and she wants to be an actress and Beth gives her the money. like, go to LA. But she says something like, keep in mind the porn industry. You're perfect for the porn industry. Yes, yes that was it. Yeah. And I was like, and then I love you. Love, she says, that's so the nicest much. thing anyone's ever said to me. And she's like, oh no. <laughs> I know that Beth's like, damn, she's had a really bad time Aww, of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But she's right. They both deserve better than Dean. So, you know. You fake cancer to get back into your house to mend things with your wife. You, you told a lie. You you got caught in the first lie, which is having the affair and stealing and using all their money. And then you tell another lie to get back together. That's not like, that's not a relationship based in trust. <laughs> you no, know, that, that, that's a relationship of convenience. Like, yes, definitely. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would have cut his wiener off and fed it to him. (laughs) You don't have cancer? Well, okay. You're losing this because that's just the worst thing. I mean, I I can't even imagine anything worse to do to the mother of your, I don't know, 10 children or however many they have. Like, I just think that's the worst thing ever. She's already stressed out to the max. And then you got to then you got to put this on her, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I hope season two gives us some more relationship between Beth and Rio. I am not opposed yeah. to them getting together. And I kind of feel like it would make Rio and Beth's life easier. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> you can just roll over in bed and be like, hey, I got a job for you. Rokey yeah. Dokey. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Well, speaking of perfect relationships, Ruby and Stan are my relationship goals. 
They are so wonderful. I love them so much. Did you ever watch that show, Mike and Molly, that had Melissa McCarthy in it? My mom would have it on sometimes. Yeah. So I've seen it, but it's not like something I sought out to watch. Stan was uh, Mike's partner. That's right. He was. Yes. He was the cop. Yeah. Now he plays a cop in this, too. Well, when huh. he, like, I was like, God, he looks like somebody. And instead of stopping and going to IMDb on my phone, which is literally a foot away from me, yeah, I have to spend like half the episodes going, God, he looks familiar. <laughs> yep. And then they's like, Oh, I'm going to be a cop, and I was like, oh, I think I know what he is. And I looked it up, and I was like, Of course, yes. thank you. I can go yes. to bed now. <laughs> uh, but I just, I love them together so much, like. I hope someday that I can be mature enough to have arguments that the, the way that they have arguments. Yeah. Because, like, they never raise their voices to each other. You know, they mm-hmm. were both, like, explain to me what's going on. Like, I want to hear you yeah. out, you know? Yeah. And we're in this together. Uh, yeah. And then, um, mm-hmm. of course, Annie makes fun of her. And she's like, what's the matter? Is, is Stan rubbing your feet too much? And I'm just like, oh, I want that marriage. <laughs> And I love the little girl, Sarah. <gasps> Adorable. From the get-go when she's up there preaching <laughs> about the yeah. history books and complaining <laughs> about it. And Retta's sitting in the back going like snaps and all that stuff. I was like, I love this girl with her little oxygen take on and yeah. everything. Oh, my God. I love her. What a good little actress, too. That scene where she gets confronted about stealing stuff and selling it at school. Yeah, that was that was a really good little acting scene. Yeah, this poor little girl obviously has—is it kidney or liver? I don't. It's kidney because she needs a kidney Kidney. transplant. But I don't know that that's—I don't understand why you would need an oxygen tank if you have kidney problems. Uh, Yeah, I'm not (laughs) sure about that. I know it's all part of the dialysis and stuff that they started doing. Yeah. But God bless her. I mean, that poor little girl. How old would you say she's supposed to be? Ten? Nine or ten, yeah. Nine or ten. She's so worried about, like, her uh, parents' financial situations that instead of taking the money for the drugs that can really help her, she doesn't take them because they're too expensive. Yeah, so she... Well, yeah, I mean, that's little kid logic, you know? Yeah. She's and I'm like... like well, I, I oh. feel better, so I'll just save this medicine for when I don't feel good again. Yeah. Oh. So the, so the premise of it, of the story, for everybody who hasn't watched, and I don't know why you'd be listening to us. Why but... are you listening to this show? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off and go watch. That she, you know, these women are all having different financial issues. They come up with this idea of robbing the grocery store that Annie works at. You know, they're going to get like $30,000. And how much is that going to help with everything? Come to find out it's not 30000 I don't remember how much it is, but it's like a million or something. It's a, it's a half a million dollars that they yeah. accidentally steal from the grocery store. They get a little carried away and take too much money. I'm sorry. I, I've never seen $30,000 in my life. I don't know what $30,000 looks like. I would have taken it all, too. Well, see, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. No. Basic math. Because they're in no. those, like, if it was hands full, I agree with you. But when they're in those little packs, you probably should. Maybe you've done some research on that. Because, um, <laughs> well, I mean, they were unloading for a while. And even I'm like, 
How much money is in there? I love Jesus. that scene when Annie's pouring out the, the money onto the kitchen table and uh-huh. Ruby just gets lower and lower and lower because she's yeah. just like, I can't. It's too much. It's too much money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved that scene. But for me, for um, for uh, Rudy's character to steal the money because she's in such a desperate need Mm-hmm. For her daughter. It's not like she's doing it so they can go to Hawaii and have this great life and buy expensive cars. She's doing it for her daughter. Um, right. And that's that's kind of the whole basis of the show is that, yeah, they're doing bad things, but they're doing it for good reasons. So Ruby needs the money for the medicine. Annie needs the money for lawyers. And Beth needs the money to keep her house. I mean, they're not yeah. they're not do they're not stealing this money to, like, live some lavish lifestyle. But when I was watching it the second time, I had this question that I wanted to ask you. So you know how people are always are used to say like marijuana is a gateway drug? Sure. To to harder drugs. Is stealing a grocery store a gateway crime? Stealing in general is absolutely a gateway crime. Look, we have all shoplifted a few things here and there when we were teenagers. Oh, yeah. Um, I got caught. <gasps> I didn't uh-huh. know that. Yeah, I got caught. It figures. Um, figures. Yeah, always got kicked out of school, God. and it scared the shit out of me. And I have never. In my head, even... you were ten. <laughs> no, I was. I don't want to say how old I was. I wasn't very okay. old. Yeah, and I got caught, and I have never even thought of stealing another thing for the rest of my life but i got carried away i got away with it a couple times so i was just like take all the things and then yeah i got caught uh it was i have mortifying. to know what you took i have to know jeans and not only were they <laughs> <laughs> not just I was jeans thinking you were gonna be like a tube of lipstick <laughs> no like it probably started that way and then i escalated out to like fuck it i'll take these jeans not only they were they were and this will this will kind of date it a little bit, mm-hmm. but they were low-rise hip hugger jeans that Jesus. laced up the front. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I don't judge you for stealing. I judge you for stealing that. I know. Oh god, I should have at least god. taken something. And good. y'all understand, Pickles is like the cheapest person you'll ever met, meet yeah, in your entire life. <laughs> and when we worked at another law firm together, I think you came to me and were like, "I want some good." pieces to wear of clothing yeah 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 and i think we spent like what 150 dollars yeah something like that i think it was actually i think it was like 80 dollars yeah at the banana republic and uh flash forward eight years i don't even know how long and she's still wearing the pants i'm just saying Uh, yeah and i also bought a black leather belt that I yes. still I still wear it every single day. This black leather yeah. belt that was about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Because my thing was great. stop buying cheap stuff. Buy one. Buy a couple of really good pieces that are more expensive and they'll last you forever. Yeah, and I need to do that with I a was coat. Right. Yeah. Yes. Every year I I buy a new coat because I I just don't want to spend the money. Because mm-hmm. I, I still am in denial that it gets this cold in New Orleans, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've lived here for how many, you know, 30-some-odd years, and I'm still like, yes. no, I don't need a heavy coat. <laughs> oh, climate change. I want you to go to Land's Inn right now and get you one of those puffy coats. They're probably, like, less than $100. Yeah, and then I'll never have to buy another coat again. I know that in no. my head. It's just I'm yeah. so – I don't like to say that I'm cheap. I like to say that She's I'm cheap. Fr- 
No, I'm frugal. I prefer Just the word eat. frugal. <laughs> <laughs> As we've gone way off topic again. <laughs> you know who I fucking hated in this show? Who? Not even... Leslie didn't even bother me that much. I understand the point of Leslie's character. Mary uh-huh. Pat set my teeth on edge. I hated she, that bitch. She was she, the one that was scamming them? She was the one that was blackmailing, blackmailing them. them. Yes didn't like the character i don't like the actress like she just irritated me i didn't like her Mm-mm. yeah well and the <laughs> so yeah so they robbed the store it's too much money they find out it was these drug dealers money it was real they keep money. calling them drug dealers but i've yet to see any drugs enter the show so no i think they call them gang like gangsters gang like, okay yeah they're in a gang yeah so in the course of this, then they're they're asked to like run across the border to dangerous socialist Canada <laughs> and steal crafting supplies, which happen to be counterfeit money. Yes, genius. Uh, which it really is on the tubes of uh, wrapping paper or something. Yeah, you know, build the wall, build it to Canada because apparently they've got game going on there too. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. they seem nice, but they're they're traffickers. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I wonder, do you get in trouble for making counterfeit American money in Canada? I'm going to go with no. Yeah, it's in Canada. <laughs> in like, my head, in Canada, if you did, they would just laugh at you and be like, you're so funny. You Americans <laughs> crack me up and yeah. go back and pay for your... Or or they'd be like, I understand because you have to pay for all your insurance and all your medication, so yes. make we're okay with you making counterfeit money right. because we know you people need it. Oh, you yeah. have no. That's so funny when Ruby accidentally shoots the guy, and, <laughs> yes. and Beth is like, "He has the best medicine available at his fingertips for free." Like, don't I mean, yeah, I, I did not feel bad for the guy like at all. And if they're so close to Canada, honestly, Ruby, move. <laughs> All your problems would be solved. Go to Canada. I mean, neither one of your jobs is like solely based in Detroit. Just go get a waitress job and a security <laughs> a security guard job in Canada and exactly. have them take care of Rudy. I mean, you know, uh, they're ta- they they pay their taxes, so pay taxes in Canada. Done deal. But anyways, yeah. that's my soapbox for this week. <laughs> Because also, you never hear anything about moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas and any of that stuff. So either they don't live there or they're all dead. So again, you can pick up and move. I'm just saying. I don't know who the fuck is watching all these damn kids because they all have like nine kids. And they they all (laughs) seem to be able to get together and have drinks like every Thursday night. And I just, I'm like, who is watching your children? So let's talk about the kids for a minute. We've already talked about Precious Sarah, who is the next female president when she gets of age Mm -hmm. but then you have all of beth's kids which i don't even remember anything about like their kids who cares and not important yeah yeah my favorite 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 is sadie (gasps) i loved her uh which is annie's transgender Uh, i mean it's her daughter at this point in time she's she's uh she is a female but yeah uh, no, mm-hmm. we could say daughter because Beth refers to her as a she. That's true. She does. Yeah. But I I went, her her name in real life is... Annie. Annie Izzy. refers to her as a she. Yeah. Yeah. Is Izzy. Mm-hmm. So a very non-gender mm-hmm. identifying first name. And when you click on his or her 
IMDb page, all it talks about is the roles that he or she has. Because I don't know if 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 she's male or female in real life. On the show, she plays a female. Yeah. Who's obviously discovering who I she is. I think it's definitely a girl. Look, this is an this is an NBC show, and as as much as we would like to think that America is this progressive, no way are they having. No way is a network television show having a little boy play a transgendered girl on TV. They just I don't would know. not stand for it. No, I don't think it's going to no. happen. Not yet. Uh, well, I mean, well, I think they're having. I read that. I think I think it's Disney Channel, but it may be like Nickelodeon. Is um, has a cartoon that features the first same-sex kiss. Oh, huh. Yeah, that's interesting. So, hmm. you know, hmm. it, it anyway, very well. Could either be. way, she's super adorable. They're following Riverdale. I, yeah, really. God, there's just <laughs> so many great gay couples on Riverdale. Annie's description of her is is just my favorite. When her baby daddies try to get her to go to, like, I think it was, like, St. Anne's Catholic School or something. Yes. Her favorite item of clothing is a jaunty bow tie. (laughs) I laughed out loud at that. I know. Their relationship is super sweet. And I I identify with it a lot. With the single mom who's just trying to make it, you know... Uh, I could from see From paycheck that. to paycheck. Oh. Yeah. But Annie's eyeliner, I have to say, is inspirational. <laughs> so let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, as everybody who's ever listened to our show knows, we will talk about good actors and actresses. But if it's actresses and they have really awesome makeup, forget it. We couldn't tell you anything else about them. No. When you put Legit. sparkly shit on your face, I get distracted by it, and that's oh, all I pay attention to. Well, did you notice at first she wasn't? She was just wearing like really what I would call like emo makeup. Yes, kind of yeah. the dark eyeliners and stuff. Yeah, I noticed that throughout the show, her hair changes, her makeup mm-hmm. changes, and I think it's because she's starting to spend some of that counterfeit money, and she's yeah. she's buying herself a, a nice little bottle of liquid eyeliner here and there. <laughs> uh, Towards the end of the series, her hair is shorter and her roots are dyed mm-hmm. now because in the beginning of the show, her roots are kind of grown out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, they like very subtly showed you like she's spending money on herself now, where I think before all her money went to Sadie. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, Ruby does the same. Like at yeah. the first, she looks like a very poor, beaten down mother Tired. of a very sick child mm-hmm. and then as the episode progresses same thing like her hair looks better her mm-hmm. makeup looks better and all these women have the best lipsticks yes. <laughs> i've seen outside of riverdale all of the colors were perfect for all of their different uh skin skin tones gorgeous. yes they were it was great makeup gorgeous but yeah. um definitely annie's makeup uh, boy I, as soon as i saw the eyeliner i was like oh pickles is gone we'll never talk about anything else but eyeliner for the whole show i don't know if i could i think i'm too old to pull that off now it's not something you could that on I would, date night sure yeah but it's not yeah. something i would wear on a day-to-day basis but i would like to Mm-mm. try there was a gold eyeliner that she wore that i was like oh wow that's really interesting oh i want to talk about the story that Ruby told about her waitressing job. Do you remember this story about the the 55-gallon drum of sauce? Yes. yes. I just want to say that I also really identified with that story. It yeah, touched my heart. 
Um, I have been there, my love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you for going, I can't go back to it. Um, not that I've yeah. ever had like my arm in a, in a, a 55 gallon drum full of sauce, but man, yeah. I've been in those restaurants where I'm just like, I cannot believe this is where, this is what we're going to do today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if people knew what actually went on behind the scenes in most restaurants, they would never eat out again. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. I just, I just wanted to say that I felt that story in my soul, and I was like, I understand. I, I don't blame you. I would rob a grocery store too. Like, <laughs> I mean, for real, it's, it's horrible. The one, the only waitress job I had was in the French Quarter. One of their favorite games to play was lock the newbie in the uh, freezer, the walk-in mm-hmm. freezer. And I have a fear of. Um, you have a little bit of claustrophobia. A little bit of claustrophobia. So when they first said that to me, I didn't freak out. Um, but I didn't know there was a, a level. There's an inside button or yeah. handle you can pull to get out. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So I was in there for like a good two minutes. And I started to panic. And Aww. they opened up the door. And I almost walked out then. And I was like, to hell with this. I'll work at McDonald's. But um, yeah, I totally feel for her. So... Um, especially um, when she has those pain in the ass rich kids that come in oh that treat her badly. God. And then she the, finally snaps, serves yeah. them a really hot plate of food or whatever it was. Uh, and I'm like, the kid deserved it. And the fact that the mom came in and then was demanding her to get fired and apologize and all that stuff. I'm like, you're you're raising a college rapist right there, oh, lady. For sure. Why don't you dial uh-huh. it in some? Let's talk about the ending okay so in the end annie and her baby daddy kind of make up that's all fine they settle their uh custody Mm -hmm. disputes without any lawyers great so now uh, annie doesn't really need the money Mm -hmm. for all the lawyers like she thought she did ruby and stan are able to pay for their daughter sarah is that her name yes sarah yeah, they're able to pay for Sarah's new kidney, and she she gets the operation, and everything goes great. But Stan mm-hmm. has figured it out, and he yes. knows where Ruby's getting all this money, and it's not from secret shoppers. So we're kind of left with what is going to happen to their perfect marriage, and I'm yeah. really upset about it. Oh, the way that he looks yeah. at her is just, he's so disappointed. Well, it's like her- when he found out that she lost her job at the restaurant. And yes. the owner came over, and the way he looked at her, I was like, please scream and yell at her. Because it, it was, yeah, it's hard right, <laughs> to that's, watch. Like, I can deal with that. I can deal with screaming and yelling, and, and but man, mm-hmm. that look of disappointment. Oh, that just, like, that that like that gave me a stomach ache. It really did. I, I got teary-eyed. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. Aw. Yeah, I did. Because it, it's just, God, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. And unfortunately, I've had a lot of male role models let's say that have done that like i'm gonna i'm gonna call my dad out on this he's one of those people he never raises his voice but you know when he's disappointed and it's like please just hit me yeah (laughs) you hit me then have that disappointed look it's like when fred andrews get gets mad at archie and i'm just like oh (gasps) archie how can you disappoint luke perry stop it (laughs) archie go to class uh Beth comes home and finds Rio and her husband uh, sitting at her dining room table. They mm-hmm. have been through a scuffle. It looks like Dean got a couple shots in on Rio. He's he's kind of bloodied and bruised. 
Yeah, I was impressed. So good for Dean. Well, Dean has a lot of weight to put in behind those punches. True. He's got that dad bod, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Rio's got that scrappy drug addict body, you know? I know. I'm telling you. It's it's a tumble. So Rio tosses Beth a gun and says, you know, you want to be like me? You want to be a, a kingpin like I am? Well, show me what you got. And that's how this season ends. And I just can't wait to find out which one of those motherfuckers she's going to shoot because... <laughs> I'm hoping it's the husband. I'm telling you, he he deserves it for that cancer thing, right? Don't shoot him in the head or shoot him in the stomach. That's a painful death Mm -hmm. is what I'm telling you. And I don't think anybody would fault her. She could shoot Dean and frame Rio. Just shoot Dean. Yeah, but then she goes to jail. Yeah, you can see all the tumble and stuff in the house. Yeah, Uh, right. Throw yourself up against some stuff, get some black eyes and be like, he came after me and I shot him in the stomach. Like, (gasps) that's what I'm saying. The husband did it. I watch a lot of true crime. Yeah, right? The husband did it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I am super excited to find out what kind of decision Beth is going to make. How is she going to get herself out of this situation? It, yeah. Most likely, she'll probably end up not shooting anybody, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Season two starts March 3rd, so we are just <gasps> in time for this one. I know. Well, and I think there was some debate as to whether or not they were going to renew the show. Why? Um, I think it's great. I love it. I know, but I don't know if the ratings were there or what, but I think they, you know, it's one of those things they're like, is it going to be renewed? Did NBC cancel it? And I feel like it's just recently where they said, no, it's season two has been, you know, is done and it's releasing soon kind of thing, which I'm thrilled about. I cannot wait. For the next season. Yeah, I, I watch very, very little network television, but I think I am going to watch this one on NBC. It didn't feel like a network television show. No, no, uh, not it, at all. I really liked it. I mean, it, I just thought it really handled a lot of different issues uh, with a little bit of comedy and, you know, some it's seriousness. It's, and, it's, it's yeah. genuinely funny. Yeah. I have to say my, my favorite thing about it or one of my favorite things about it is how they use their mom's skills to pull off all these different jobs, like with, you know, charts and graphs and, <laughs> and, and, and parties with muffins and yes. just all this like mom stuff. Like they got out the supply closet, all their yeah. crafts uh-huh. and went to town. And I'm like, that's so amazing. <laughs> there is there's a crafting montage, I think, in like the second to last episode. And I was yeah. just like, uh-huh. boy, isn't that unique that this show made a montage of Beth crafting and you're like emotionally yeah. involved. Uh. <laughs> and it's detailed. Oh, that thing is you know a what detail. Else I wanted to mention, hmm. did you oh. notice that the whole soundtrack is music by women? I did notice. Well, I started to notice that the second time around. I really liked a lot of the music in this show. Mm-hmm. And so, you know me, I got to poking around. And there is a Spotify list of all the music from this show. And I'll probably be listening to it later today at the gym. I yeah. really liked a lot of the music in this show. And that's uh, not a common thing for me. I mostly hate all... all I mostly hate a lot of popular music, unfortunately. Yeah, you totally do. I don't like that about myself, but uh, it's just the way that I am, so. It is what it is. You can't find it. Anything else Mm -hmm. you want to say about this show? Well, um, I'm just looking forward to season two. Me too. So I can find out what happens next. Yes. Do you want to do Obsession Session? 
Well, of course, because that's the best part of the show. What's yours? Because I don't have a great one, so you go first. Well, (laughs) my obsession session this week is a book I'm listening to. It just came out. I think it came out Tuesday, and it's about the Parkland uh, shooting um, and the aftermath. So let me back up some. So so it's written by the same guy who did um, the Columbine book about Mm -hmm. the Columbine shooting, and his name is David, I'm sorry, Dave Cullen. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. listened to the Columbine book about a year or so ago when last podcast did their three-part series on it. Oh, what a great series. That, that last podcast three-part series on Columbine makes you look at the whole situation completely different. Everything you know is wrong, basically. Yeah. Everything you know. About that shooting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I, um, when I saw this came out, I was like, yes, yes, I want to listen to it. And I love this book so much because it doesn't, like Columbine, you have to focus on the shooting because that's that's the story. And the author talks about it in the beginning, how he actually got uh, post-traumatic stress from just reporting and doing the book on Columbine, and he still has issues with it. Ugh. He has a therapist, and the therapist is like, you need to start staying away from these stories and kind of let the madness die down before you, you know, dive into it. But he didn't do that with Parkland. It kind of, I mean, obviously it tells you about the shooting. He does not mention the shooter's name at all. You will not hear it at all in this book. Good for him. And yeah, and he goes pretty much from directly almost as soon as it ends forward and it talks about how the kids um got together and got active and and created organizations and groups and marches and stuff it's very it's sad but it's really inspiring oh wow yeah Um, so he decided to focus on the better things that came out of it as opposed mm -hmm. to the tragedy that maybe columbine left behind well and he does mention columbine a lot because apparently since columbine they they have these active shooter drills. Oh, can you imagine? I think that is the the most horrifying thing I've ever heard of in my life. I mean, literally, I cannot even imagine that. But so it's really inspiring though because these kids really god bless them. They mm-hmm. just get active and they get in faces and they uh, make sure that the the story stayed active for as long as it did. Boy, oof. Yeah. It, it's uh, it gives you chills. It's it's very inspiring. So it's the perfect age to be mad and energetic at the same time because you can really get right. shit done that way. Yeah, if it happened to me, I'd be like, Ugh, but I have to go home. First. I'm so tired. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, I'm, I, I shit you not. It's almost like the next day they're like organizing and and getting together and and wanting to make a change. Like they're like, this happened at our school. Never again. And yeah. we're going to fight it. And they call people out, too, which I love. Politicians on both sides. Not just Republicans, not just Democrats. But they're like, you, if you take money from the NRA, you're a piece of shit. Because the, mm. N, because the NRA went after these kids in a really horrible way. What's the um, name of the book again? It's called Parkland. And it's mm-hmm. by Dave Cullen. Wow, that's um, awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So that's my obsession session this week. Wow, see, yours is way better than mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, I, I didn't, I didn't have too much to obsess over this week. I did start listening to a new podcast called Crime Junkie. It's not some kind of hidden gem. I just happened to come across it this week. It's a super <laughs> popular podcast that probably everybody knows about. But us, it's 
just a woman and her, you know, kind of best friend. And she sort of tells the story of different true crime stories every week. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a murder. Sometimes it's a missing person. Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes it's a kidnapping. I can only listen to, like, one at a time. I can't binge on them. Wow. They're super dark. Yeah, they're super dark. Um, That's unusual for you. I know. I can binge last podcast and stuff because they're able to lighten the mood every now and again. Yes. You know, like (laughs) with the Joseph Mengele series, how they threw in home improvement facts here and there. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Home improvement the show, I mean. Um, Yeah, which made uh, the Holocaust so much easier to handle. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little sugar with your medicine. There is no sure. sugar in medicine in this show. So every Ugh. night again, I'm like, and that's enough. And she plays mm-hmm. 911 calls. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So if if that's your thing, you know, you're really going to yeah. enjoy this. Uh, I think they're kind of hard to listen to. Yeah. Uh-uh. Despite that, I did listen to like seven of them this week. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One for every day of the week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a busy week for both of us, so. God, that's the okay. truth. Mm. Well, you ready to wrap it up? Yep, I think that's it. Look at us crushing it in under two hours. I mean, <laughs> uh, mine is right at the hour, and I recorded seven minutes before you, so look at me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> okay, guys, go follow us on Instagram to find out what we're watching next week. Send us any recommendations that you would like us to cover and we'll be back next week bye bye